0: Welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Everything is going well. Recovery is coming along. Um, Life is is good, so I don't have any complaints. You know, today is a good day for me. So how about yourself?
1: Oh, it's all right. Just busy, busy, busy busy just trying to get things uh, lined up with my next chapter you know in life and and getting situated with that and it's just it's just crazy but it's good stuff it's real good stuff so good morning everyone good morning and so make sure that you let us know where you are where you're calling it or not calling it but watching that's very very helpful and also too if you are watching or listening to this on a podcast no matter what podcast it is please make sure you give us a review, okay? Give us a review so we know that we're hitting the mark somewhere, somehow, in some way. We do appreciate it. And we need that support from you, right on? And um, if it wasn't for you, we would not be able to do what we do today. So we're going to talk about the things that's in your way, like what's in your way. So you want to kick that off, Camille? What, what, What do you think? that entails
0: uh so what's in your way uh, a lot of times you know we hold on to things that we don't realize are, are stifling us or hindering us from achieving our goals and um as you guys saw the the uh, post the other day or i think it was this morning maybe or yesterday but um sometimes we are our, our biggest obstacle mm-hmm. And um, so we have to learn how to recognize certain things that are stopping us from uh, achieving our goals. And typically it's not other people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think this is a topic that we can all relate to. I think this is a topic that um, we all kind of need to ponder some questions about what it is that's actually holding this up. If you're not where you're you want to be if you are where you want to be keep doing more of that you know but if you're not then this is the time where we can do some reflection and say hey you know is it me holding myself back you know or what is it about me or you know am i holding on to some things that don't make room for me to move forward Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yes this is a um a great topic even for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) sorry about that even for me and so um yeah so we're gonna kick this thing off you ready
2: oh yeah i'm ready
0: All right, so the first thing that I want to talk about is um, your past. You know, I talk a lot about letting go of your past, but sometimes our past failures keep us from moving forward. You know, nobody wants to be labeled as a failure or, you know, I made all of these mistakes. And so it creates this barrier for us to try new things because the fear of, you know, our past mistakes – are so great that it paralyzes us from moving forward to make new mistakes. And we talk about this all the time that, you know, uh, failure isn't just failure. If you use it as a learning tool Mm -hmm. to figure out what not to do the next time, you know, sometimes people from your past or like, you know, things that people have said to you in your past uh, will hold you from going any further. Mm-hmm. You have a a certain, this is all I'm supposed to be. This is all I'll ever be. So subconsciously, when we get to that point, sometimes we stop ourselves. We start self-sabotaging uh, because in our minds, this is as far as we're supposed to go.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we don't let that thing go in, in order for us to grow. And so we wonder why we can't get past that. And, you know, you're looking around us and everybody else around me is just doing all of these things. Why can't it be me? Because we're holding on to junk from our past. Um, Those lies that people told us, those things that, um, you know, we may have not done so well in our past, the mistakes that we've made. Maybe it was some, uh, you know, for me, look, I've been on a thousand business ventures, okay? If that would have let me stop me, (laughs) if I would have let that stop me from, you know, fulfilling my purpose, like I would have been 50 steps behind, you know, wasted money. And I don't say it was money wasted because with everything that I did, um, I learned something. Good morning. Mm-hmm. I learned something. And uh, I say, okay, And even if it was just learning that this ain't for me, <laughs> you know, I learned something mm-hmm. in that. But um, sometimes we have to free ourselves from our past, mm-hmm. from our past mistakes, from our past failures, from our past, um, you know, Things that people have said about us, things that, you know, teachers have implanted in us or, you know, friends that have done some things. And you just like, you know what? I don't even want to go there anymore because it didn't work out for me in the past. Why should it work out now?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Because today is different.
2: That's right.
0: Today is different. You're a different person. Hopefully you've grown, uh, matured. You have surrounded yourself with better people. Therefore, this situation is not like the last Even if one element is different, it's not like the last. Mm -hmm. And this gives you opportunity to continue to move forward. So how about you? What do you think about that, Seth?
1: Well, I think that, um, no, you're absolutely right. And, you know, we can hold on to things. Those, uh, the past situations can become anchors that prevent us from moving forward, unfortunately. And, you know, when the situations come or opportunities come and they leave, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's not other people, it's just our perspective of the situation, Absolutely. right? And, you know, I really do believe, and I've talked to people about this, that things happen to us for three reasons, right? Is for us to experience it, learn from it, and then teach others. But you can't teach individuals anything if you didn't learn anything from it you see and we can't move forward if we're holding on to something in the past it's like how can you move forward looking backwards you're liable to exactly. trip over something <laughs> or somebody you see but um yeah it's 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 crazy it's crazy out there good morning good morning crystal good morning everyone good morning. so ladies and gentlemen we're talking about um, what's in your way truly what's in your way and not pointing the finger at everyone else. If you're here this morning, it's a great opportunity for you to know that you are the captain of your soul. You understand? And you are the navigator. So this is specifically about you. All right on. So next thing we want to talk about is things that can be in your way is poor communication skills. What I mean by that is not just communicating being the sender right knowing how to articulate yourself to the point where an individual can understand you and not take offense to everything that you say because your intent is good or right or wrong or indifferent but being able to receive information that's still a part of communication you understand so if someone is trying to tell you something are you focused on the messenger or the message? Okay. Because sometimes individuals may hear the message a little different from someone else. You might have said the same thing to this individual, but because someone else said they get the light bulb, are you more, can you be happy for this individual finally get it, you know, finally getting it or it, do you feel away because it didn't come from you okay sometimes we can't move forward because we aren't we don't feel validated in our communication you you get what i mean so it, 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 that itself can be a barrier for you if that mm-hmm. makes sense so camille have you ever been in a situation where you received information all right you received information but because of what that person did in the past looked like or sound like that you did not move forward into an opportunity that was probably for you because of absolutely. that situation what happened
0: absolutely so you know um body language I'm, mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that i i really feel the situation i feel a person i feel energy you know all of that um I listen for the message, but I also listen for all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I, I wasn't sure because the delivery, you know how like, okay. And I had to have this conversation the other day. Sometimes we say things and we have things going on in our mind that, um, influence our behavior on the outside but since we're the person on the other side of the eyes we don't necessarily see it Mm -hmm. and then somebody else says something you'd be like what are you talking about i wasn't even doing that like you know and i'm like i'm looking at you and you're telling me a whole different story Mm -hmm. you know and so sometimes that can get in the way and that has gotten in the way for me, of an opportunity, <clears throat> because I don't know if it was something going on in the background of somebody else's mind. And when they were delivering the message, it confused me to where I was like, I'm not really sure if this is a good opportunity or who am mm. I going to be working with? Is this the type mm-hmm. of vibe I'm going to get? And I decided against it, mm-hmm. you know, and it was an opportunity, it was just the delivery wasn't in a way that I could receive it and be okay with it because I have to feel it in my spirit that it is all right with me you know mm-hmm. um so sometimes our own emotions or our own background noise can get in the way of the delivery right and other people can't hear it so you may say the same exact thing thing but because someone else's behaviors or their their aura or their energy is much lighter or better, somebody can receive from them in the way they couldn't receive from you. So sometimes I have to take a step back to when those conversations and communication get convoluted to say, okay, you know, is there something going on with me? You know, that maybe, like you said, my perception <clears throat> or, you know, the thoughts that are going on in my, moment, is that getting in the way of what's really being said? Because I have missed out on opportunities because. That whole everything, I'm like, "Mm, I don't know that I want to be associated with that.
1: And you're right. You know, sometimes individuals can come off sounding like a dictator or Mm -hmm. sounding like uh, someone's teacher. And they can give you the right information, but they're telling you do this, do this and do that versus being a inspiration, not necessarily a motivator. Right. Because no one can motivate you to do anything. That's you. You understand? But people can inspire you just by their, like you said, your body language, the way that you talk and how you just view things so different. And it's something is as small as just being positive. Right. Just being positive. Like we know without a shadow of a doubt, watch this. For those of y'all that, that may not know this maybe i'm a, uh you know a, a, a educate you a little bit but we know without a shadow of a doubt that we're going to die okay mm-hmm. that's going to happen mm-hmm. however in every conversation i don't need you to remind me that i'm going to die doing it see so is it okay to say hey we know this is going on out there in the world right we know right. Um, COVID is still around and, and, and brand and not brand new, right? However, look, you know you, you be safe, right? And I support whatever you're doing that's going to keep a smile on your face, you see? Because I'm talking to you as though you are an adult, not my child, you see? So people can receive that, like, you know what? This person see me as a human and not a, watch this, not a subordinate. Okay, not a uh, uh, an infidel or someone that's uh, just you know a peasant. Don't talk down to me. So
2: exactly. that
1: by itself can can cause a barrier that you see
0: individuals not willing to break through because you laid the bricks. Absolutely, and just that's saying. the thing. I used to be. A, I used to be until recently. I'd be like, when people do that to so me, I go, "Are you asking me? or Are you telling me?" hmm. You know, because I'm a whole grown woman,
2: right? you
0: know, and, and I don't need you to tell me like I'm, a, I'm I'm a kid. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I've gotten through 43 years of life. Right. I know a little bit of something. Please give me credit for that. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> give me credit for that. So I would, I would mm-hmm. stop Are you asking me? You tell me. And they were like, oh, oh, no. I was just saying, oh, okay, now we can talk. Right. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it kind of puts them on notice um, without just really being extra rude. Yeah. Um, But it puts them on notice that maybe the way you said that was a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And I need to know: Are you asking me, or are you telling me? If mm-hmm. you're telling me, we have an issue. If mm-hmm. you're asking me, then we can open up for conversation. Yeah. You know, and and then, you then know yeah. Feel
1: about it. Yeah. And then, then and then create that environment that you want to have a dialogue. It's not a one way conva conversation. Like, is no, it? this is what you need to do. Blah 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 blah, and right. I'm out. You know, right. no, you ain't gonna drop this mic on me and 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 think that I'm like, oh no, no, you right? Let me go ahead here and do exactly what you said. No, I'm an adult. You know, I right. still have <laughs> the capacity to critically
0: think. Think, you
1: right. see? So, no, no, good point. Good point.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, so what I else you got hit? Huge. Yes. All right. So, another thing I was gonna talk about is um, sometimes our we make unrealistic expectations of ourselves. And uh, that can hold us back because sometimes I go, now, I know we always say, you know, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough, right? Get it. But you have to understand your own gifts and abilities, you know, as a KSAs, knowledge, skills, and abilities, your gifts, your talents, because what we can do is create, we can see something that somebody else has. And we desire all that goes along with it, but we don't have the knowledge, skills, and ability to get there. Mm-hmm. And so our expectation of how far we can go is very unrealistic.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: we spend a lot of energy and a lot of money and a lot of time chasing after these unrealistic goals that we have, knowing that that ain't even in our forte, <laughs> that ain't even in our, our, our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Like, if we would put that much energy into realistic expectation, like me being who I am, there is no way that I will go out there on a basketball court and expect to be in the WNBA. Right. I don't care how hard I work.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I am not WNBA material. Mm-hmm. I'm not WNBA height. I'm not a WNBA weight. I don't have the, the dribbling skills. Now, I can shoot a bit. But, you know, I, I just don't have what it takes. And I see, I, let me tell you the story real quick. I was watching Judge uh, Lauren Lake
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, yesterday while I was at an appointment. And a guy was on there, they were going through divorce court, and he was talking about how he had everything it takes to make it in the music business. Mm. So he was adamant. How old was he? Camille. He was probably in his 30s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's a rap. He had
0: children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he had children. And so, um, he was like, you know, I know I have what it takes. I have all this stuff and the energy, and I'm passionate about what I do, and I even have my wife in my, in my video. So I'm thinking, okay, you know, I thought he was a rapper, but he was actually a singer. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Judge Lake goes, I know somebody. I am I'm, uh, have a really good uh, friend who is in the music business and knows a lot. And um, as a matter of fact, I have him here, not on friend, but he's my husband, Kenny Lattimore. Mm-hmm. Right? So Kenny, come on out here and kind of tell him the, the background of what it to be an artist so he gave him a few pointers so judge Lake goes can you give us about 30 seconds of what you got Mm -hmm. he was like okay if uh kenny will sing a little something so kenny's like well this about you he was like no just you know just go with it whatever so kenny does little runs in the beginning Mm -hmm. he goes well i can't do all of that but what i can do is this Mm. he starts singing and i See no, sir. You do not have what it takes. See, it's going to take too many years of vocal coaching cult- cult- mm-hmm. <laughs> for you to get anywhere near mm-hmm. the music business, anywhere near. And so I'm like, here he is, pending a divorce because he's chasing an unrealistic goal
2: mm.
0: of being a uh, this hit artist, and he doesn't even have the skill to do it see when I say and then Kenny was trying to be nice like okay you know I'm trained in jazz I'm trained in this I'm trained in Uh, that and it helps with pitches and everything ain't enough training gonna get that man on pitch
1: see see yeah 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 we have those in yeah yeah those uh what is it the unrealistic unrealistic. expectations and a lot of that too is individuals only surround themselves with people that will tell them what they want to hear listen I'm sure someone that said hey son Uh, That's not your forte. Okay. But because he's passionate and because his dreams is so huge, he don't want to grab a hold of reality. Okay. Because, for example, your voice box may not be set up uh, that way. You understand? It, it, It may not be that pleasing to other people's ear, not just Was your not. ear. You see what I'm saying? But no, I get it. I get it.
0: Yeah. And then and then the other flip side, too, is that other people put expectations on us, you know, yeah. our family. Um, we always oh, well, I want my kid. We came from a long line of, of doctors or lawyers or, or whatever, professors and everything, and my kid needs to be this. And we push them into that, and then you try to do that, and you're living up to someone else's expectation of you and not the expectation you have. Or, or not in uh, operating in the gifts and talents that you have. Mm-hmm. And so that stifles you because you're like I don't like doing this. I hate going to work every day. I've been in this job for thirty years. Mm-hmm. And I've hated it every single day. And so there's that barrier that it takes too much struggle to get there because you are trying to live up to somebody else's expectations. Mm-hmm. And we see certain kids like that and they go, All I want is my parents' approval. All I want is my parents' approval. But is not in line with who you were created to be.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so,
0: you know, we chasing these things and they're just and so our lives are not very happy, um, because unrealistic means they're probably not achievable. Well. And so we're constantly chasing these yes. these Things that aren't for it. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, ladies and gentlemen, y'all let us know. Chime in. What barriers are in your way? What barriers are in your way? And have you put them there? Okay. So Camille just talked about those unrealistic uh, expectations, and then also too, I want you guys to think about this. Do you have the experience? Yes. And the credentials? Okay. Sometimes it takes credentials. And do you have the authority? Okay. Because all of that goes in hand. You just can't wake up one morning and say, this is what I want to do and expect for that to just land on your lap. Because family, you have to create the environment. You have to create the environment to, you know, uh, to get what you want. There was something I posted a couple of days ago that stated that, um, When you wait hard work creates the environment for luck, you see, it's not the other way around. You're just not going to be lucky. And then you start, you know, living that life. No, you have to put in that hard work and then you start to see these opportunities to have that authority or to have the credentials. Right. And to be able to. Yeah. Right. Right. So you have to be able to do that. But, you know, you, you can wish Right. You, you can wish all you want. But after you wake on up to reality, you realize that, hey, I need to put a little bit of time and grind in my behind. Right on. Absolutely. You got to do that because no one is go- like, for example, I've said this last week, I believe it was a couple of weeks ago. But no matter how many pushups I do, I cannot help the next person arms get bigger if they don't do those you know push up. You get what I'm saying. So there's nothing anybody else can do. For example, your the example that you use. This brother wanted Kenny Lanimore to start just so he can get his ball. Ro- Look, if he was really about that life, he'd say, "Hold on, Judge, real quick." Woo 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 woo. Yes. You dig? right there. I don't need nobody. No, you need somebody. You see, you need a little oh. bit of some more bodies, you see, to help on out. But, no, that happens. That happens.
0: Yes, and, and you know, sometimes you have that passionate. And yes, I'm realistic. Maybe his passion is music, mm-hmm. but maybe it's on the other side of the mic. You know what I mean? It could be that he's a good beat maker. You don't always have to be in front, you know, to, to make an impact. And so let music be your passion, but find your niche within that, that, that. You know, area, that little thing that you're really, really good at. Yes. And um, you don't have to do it all. But like you said, you know what I'm saying? You have to, to to prepare and position. And I always say, you know, you can't just walk in. We always say, you know, faith without work is yes. But God can do. Yes, he can. God will open doors that no man get. Yes, he does. But what you going to do when he opens them? See, when you get in there, what's going to sustain you?
1: Hold on. You have to have look. Some can can you even, if the door is open, can you even walk, walk through in. it? You see, some look. We right. get this a lot of open doors for us, but mm-hmm. are they meant for you to walk through? Look, exactly. are they meant for you to walk in? Are you ready to yeah. boldly walk into walk the... Through. This dude said how great he was and how he can sing. He had the opportunity, hey, on live television. You feel me? He could. He could have been a star right then. Yep. Right then. And I
0: really believe that if he would have, he probably, Kenny probably would have been like, you know what, let me holler at you after this. Exactly. But he had to, in a very nice, polite way, tell him it's not good. You know, Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and that's embarrassing. But it's like, how do I ask for these opportunities? But I've been praying for years. I've been asking for years, but I ain't took one class. I ain't got one certification. I haven't listened to one podcast. I haven't tried my hand at anything. I haven't found objective people that will tell me the truth about what I'm doing and if this is, you know, a good fit or how I can improve. If I've done none of that stuff, how do I just expect to walk into somewhere and make millions of dollars? That's just unrealistic.
1: I'm going to tell you something else that's that's very unrealistic. And then we're going to go on into this break. But ladies and gentlemen, There are a lot of individuals that say they are um, advisors, they are coaches, they are um, even credit repair people, but why is your credit still out of line? You get what I'm saying? So it's like, how can you help me get out of the same paper bag you're in? You dig? So we, it, you need to make sure if individuals are uh, trying to promote some level of professionalism, that they exude that as well. Now, I know certain times it, it doesn't always apply, right? Because I've had my hair cut before by the dude, That needs the haircut or you might get your hair braided by the lady that hair ain't never together. Ain't never right. But she knows how to grab everything like she can braid it down to your eyebrows, you see. But there's when it comes down to your personal development, you need to make sure these individuals have what the authority the credibility and the knowledge to, you know, move forward and to help you out. But they may be still dealing with their own barriers. But ladies and gentlemen, we're getting ready to take a break. But I want you to make sure you're sharing this, please. This is some great information. And we're talking about what is in your way moving forward to your best life. We will be right, right back.
3: Integrity Consulting and Professional Services LLC is a minority, female owned, nonprofit management consulting agency located in Humble, Texas, north of Houston. The owner, Jackie Dozier, has over 36 years of nonprofit and for profit business management experience. She can take your idea from thought to manifestation while offering a myriad of services to help you successfully manage your business along the way. Her services include state filing anywhere in the United States, getting your employee identification number and 501 3 tax determination, providing cooperative and service agreements and mandatory documents, one-on-one grant writing training and consultation, board and staff development, and more. Ms. Dozier's clients include the U.S. Departments of Health and Human Services, the Administration of Children and Youth, U.S. and Caddo Parish Louisiana Departments of Education and the list goes on References are available Check her out on our Facebook page Integrity Consulting and Professional Services LLC and contact her by email at IntegrityConsultingPSLLC at gmail.com Rates are competitive Say you heard about her on Sanity Check for a 5% discount ICPS providing all of your small business and grant writing needs with integrity and professionalism.
1: All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. And welcome back to the sanity check. We're talking about what's in your way. What is really in your way? What's preventing you from being where you want to be and living your best life and stop going back and forth with certain people. Right. And especially yes. the ones that's never been where you want. To be right, certain conversations other individuals are not ready to hear because they can't see the vision. Why it wasn't theirs in the first place. So, here's one good point you have to stop finding blame or fault in others. Okay, this can be a barrier for ourselves, right? So I know it's easy to play the blame game and look externally, you know, for uh justifying why you aren't where you need to be or why certain things haven't happened to you, but ask yourself, are you doing everything that you can first to get where you want to be and it, it's a typical scenario when individuals what we hear individuals say you know what i was this close but that person over there did that da, da, da. really show you right watch this you shouldn't have been that close for example ladies and gentlemen some of you all may uh some of you may know about the uh, fitness tests as far as um in the military or maybe not but i give you a scenario of. Individuals not being able to pass their PT test by one point. You shouldn't or one push-up. It shouldn't be by one push-up. Now, it's one thing if you're taking tests and everything. That's different because it's a numbers game. But if you're taking a physical test and when you know you when it's due, okay, you have either six months or a year to prepare for your next, you know, test. There is nobody's fault but your own physically if you are, let's say you don't have any elements, any elements going on. You don't have any, you know, broken arm, you know, a bad back or whatever the case it is. And you don't pass by one push up or one sit up. You should. it should never be that way and then you want to blame somebody you know they wasn't counting me right or that person don't like me or I, I did them and they wasn't You know they they saw me come all the way up or you know they said I was funny looking back in the day really? really? so what you think about that Camille?
0: I've seen a few people goosenecking <laughs> that thought that they should have been you know <laughs> <laughs> should have been counting it Mm-mm. right no um, but really you know you practice how you or you pr- play how you practice mm-hmm. you know and so a lot of people say oh I just need to get this number and they aim for that number. And mm-hmm. then they aim too low because that one bad day is the one day that they can't get that number. Now, if you aim for 20 higher than if you have a bad day, then you are still probably five or six ahead and you don't have to worry about it. You create this cushion. You know what I mean? But people do. I used to always say, you know, people like, well, I didn't do well, control what you can control. The mm-hmm. things that you can control are your PT test, right. you know, or, you know, just in life what you, you set out to do. You blame people for other opportunities. And just as I was going through, you know, certification and everything like that um, for the speaking training coaching, as I was going through certification for other leadership, things like that, um, I reached out and I had said, Hey, you know, can I, uh, this is what I want to do. And I'm asking for some help. And I was denied that. Mm. i could have i could have blamed that on someone else i could have said you know they didn't allow me to do it they spent all this money on someone else that has never done anything which they did over and over
2: mm-hmm. send
0: all these people to the things that and i'm doing the work i could have let that get in the way of what i knew that i wanted to do and that i was i was purposed to do um but instead i said you know what Sometimes a little personal sacrifice will go a long way. Mm-hmm. And so I made the decision to take my mm-hmm. own time on my own dime and to do that thing instead of placing the blame or keeping myself in a certain position because somebody else didn't fund it. In my mind, I knew it was something I was supposed to do. And I said, by all means necessary. If I have to not go out, if I have to not um, drive as much, if I can't have that coffee in the morning that I like from the favorite coffee shop for however long it takes to, to, to save the money to Mm -hmm. do what I know that this money is going to give me a return on my investment, Mm -hmm. you know, and not just in monetary, but a personal investment, you know, my personal growth and in the way I add value to other people. Um, I could have let that derail me. I could have let that stop me and I could have blamed everybody for not being able to do because That thing that they pay for other people to do, they wouldn't do for me. But instead, I said, you know, I can take some personal responsibility here.
1: That's right. Because
0: it is what I want to do. And um, they do have the authority to say no. But just because they say no doesn't mean that there isn't an opportunity for me to do it. And so I did it my way. Absolutely. And so, you know, but people don't, and I always say that, you know, there's something called personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. When you get that, you will go so far. Absolutely. Because you understand, again, that you are the captain of your soul, right? Absolutely. (laughs) You are the navigator. So you can still do even when other people won't do for
1: you. Right. And, you know, with that being said, too, family, understand that when you do things your way, when you do things your way, you can also you can you you also need to wrap your mind around the ramifications of it what i mean by that is this if you know let's let's use your example if you knew that you had to pay for your own way you right to understand you know to get the teaching and and and, and get your certification and it wouldn't and it wasn't funded you knew that there may have been some ramifications for you doing that. Okay, because individuals may know about the military, some may not know. But if you are not making quote unquote money for the military, they kind of shun you or they frown upon the extra things that you're doing for you, regardless of how many Atta boys or atta girls that you have given now that you want to take time for you. It's like, oh, really? Now you want to do that? So realize that part of your barrier may be not wanting to deal with other people's expectations or perception of you. So because you don't want that perception, you're going to stop doing what you know you need to do for you. Yeah, understand? That's
2: a real
0: thing. That is real things, right?
1: Because cuz listen, you what what is your passion? And I've said this before, but your passion is what's in you, not on you. Right? right? Your purpose, your 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 opportunities come from here. Now, don't get me wrong, your rank and your duty title or whatever it is may afford different opportunities, but if you really doing it, it's supposed to Create opportunities for other people, but you still have to take care of you because what will happen when your day comes, ladies and gentlemen, when your day comes and you're ready to move on into different pastures, you don't have nothing to show for yourself that you have invested in you. Right. You see now, how can you sell? Hey, this is what I used to do back in the day in the 80s or this is what I used to do 20, 30 years ago. And there's nothing to show. Right.
0: But then here's the same thing on the same token, you know, as we're talking about that, you know, people would would uh, often, you know, oh, why are you doing this? And why this is what I'm doing mm-hmm. on my off duty? you know, time matter to you. As long as I'm taking care of my stuff, you know, it shouldn't be, oh, well, you just in all this and all that. Yeah, because that's what I'm passionate about. But then when you turn around and you start, you know, uh, um, moving up in the ranks, then they'd be like, well, this person didn't ever do any self-improvement. They didn't do anything outside of the job. The mm-hmm. only thing that they did, and it's like, hold up. Mm-hmm told me that my job was my primary Mm -hmm. you didn't want to think you didn't value volunteerism you didn't value education you didn't value all of these things and now that i'm trying to get promoted i've done all these things now you're telling me because you wouldn't allow me the time off to do it you denied me the opportunity now you're telling me this is what i need to get promoted oh, by the way, it's the same stuff that you didn't do. You don't value it because it wasn't important to you either. Mm. You just happen to to slide through without doing that Mm. or whatever. And so I always see what people value by what they tell their troops. Absolutely. I said, if it's all on this EPR... You need to be doing something in every one of these blocks. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody else tells you.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: it enhances the team. It enhances your personal growth. It helps you to deal with other people. It, I mean, that teamwork, team building, selflessness, all of that is encompassed in all of those things. I don't want a one-trick you know, one person that mm-hmm. this is all you can do. I can't use you as a, as a leader if all you can do is turn wrenches, but you can't talk to nobody. See? You know, and so it's funny how that works, that they will talk bad about you for doing it, but it's the very thing that you need to get where you you want to be. And you know what? You know?
1: And you're right. And I would like to bring it to outside the military just a second, mm-hmm. because what individuals that don't know about the military, the way that we can um, give an example of this is individuals may see you in a past frame. OK, based off of how they met you, what they heard about you or what you've done back in the yesteryears. OK, but a barrier could be individuals not allowing you to grow. Listen to what I'm saying. Individuals that are not allowing you to Develop, And what I mean by that is not preventing you from doing it, but you are preventing yourself. Again, we're talking about self. We're not talking about other people. But if you are dealing with individuals that cannot see your growth, you have to give yourself permission. You have to give yourself permission to go understanding they may not dig it. It's so gay. Okay, they may not dig it. They may not like it. They may not love it. You still love them. They still love you. But you have to give yourself permission to grow. If not, you're creating what your own barriers for new opportunities.
0: And you don't always have to tell, you know, moving in silence. I did Mm -hmm. that a lot. You know, I didn't tell people what I was doing. I showed up for work every day. I did my job. Once I was done, I did whatever it was that I wanted to do or needed to do for my personal and professional growth, um, to fuel my passion, you know, my purpose, what I knew it was, to home myself. you trying sales. to get on? I didn't tell people. I was yeah, you're trying to get on? All the time. I was trying to up get on what? I'm on the sandwich. Oh, shit, my uh, bad. No, 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 no. Okay. No, go
1: ahead, man. Oh, okay. My bad. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're good. I, okay. <laughs> just got a call from Herm and I made it, muted it. My bad. But oh, no, 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 but no. Yeah. So I You're was right.
0: up, you know, all hours of the night and I was doing things on the back end. And then when it came time to graduation or there wasn't, they were like, well, when did you do that? And I'm like, on my own time because I, I have found that in early on, a lot of people. I bought into that, you know, they didn't allow me to do these things and I found myself falling behind and then I'm like, oh, well, he didn't allow me to do this. And then I was like, okay, how many hours do I have outside of school? I mean, outside of work or outside of whatever to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just signing up. I'm just going and doing these things, you mm-hmm. know? And then when it was time for the actual stuff, um, no. Mm-mm.
1: So for those of you that can't see what's what's just popped <laughs> up. Right. The uh, question is, but does moving in silence hurt you because then they state uh, they state they didn't know and use that as an excuse to see your potential or value?
0: So I, I would say I would say no. So, I mean, sometimes it can. It depends on how you move in silence. What I mean by that is I don't ask permission. You know, I do what I need to do. I sign up. And then when it comes to, like, if you're talking about jobs, appraisals and everything like that, I had all of the the evidence to back up what I did. You know, that I signed up for school, that I was in these programs. I had the the certificates and the awards and everything like that. So they couldn't deny me that. You know what I mean? And And then I was also using the knowledge that I gained from all of those things in my job. I was implementing it. And Mm -hmm. then I was telling other people about it. And it took a long time for people to to see the value. But um, the very thing that a lot of people hated in the beginning is the very thing that they request of me now, that they want from me now. And so um, it didn't hurt me. It did hurt me. And there was a lot of people who tried to sabotage me and stuff like that. But I made a decision that I was not going to let anybody else dictate this because that job was going to be over at some point. And then who was I going to be? What was I going to do? Mm -hmm. And so I just, you know, I continue to do because, again, it's a self fulfillment thing as well. I know that this is in me. And that burning desire was like, uh, baby, I don't care how it happens. It's going to happen.
2: Mm -hmm. But
0: sometimes I had to be quiet because there are people who are jealous and envious who would try to sabotage you. And so I think that when I got quiet, start moving in the background, but still have the evidence, still uh, added value to my unit, still help people along, still use the inf- information that I had and the influence that I had to help the unit. Eventually, they were like, how the heck did this happen? Or whatever the case may You know, right. they had to acknowledge it. Right. They still try to hold me back. but mm-hmm. You know, baby, yeah, hey, whatever. right. No, no, I
1: get you, know, you. No, I get you. That makes sense. And and I want to comment a little bit on what Herm said. He says moving in silence don't hurt. Just don't expect others to be on board or supportive of something that they're in the dark on. And you're absolutely right to a degree. And the reason why I say that, because, you know, if we're just talking about work, you're right. Right. You need to put more logic than emotions in but what i'm saying is and this is for individuals that may not have dealt with that in the military or occupational but just life in general it does hurt it hurts when you have individuals that you would normally support Mm -hmm. but then now that you're doing something you don't receive that same support then you have to learn how to be silent You you get what I'm saying? So the initial part, it does hurt. It it not hurt to the point where you want to crawl up in the fetal position and cry. You know, it's like, ah, damn, like, really? I thought that we were doing this thing, you know, thinking that, okay, you do your jam, I do my jam, and I like that you like your jam, and I support you, but I'm doing my jam. I thought I can get that in return. Now, it hurts the fact that I can't express how much I like my jam to you because you don't see what, you know, you don't see the me in it. You see the overarching thing and you may not agree. Look, you may not agree with it because that's something that you would not do personally, but you don't see the benefit of me doing it as an individual, right? And there's another thing that may sometimes be a barrier and I'm gonna let you get to your point, Camille, a lot of things is, and you spoke on it, but it is the past, but it's other people's, experiences yep. you see so i'm talking to you and you're giving me all of the negative connotations of things that you saw people go through yesteryear. but i'm not in that equation you get what i'm saying like one plus one it will always be two i get that but in this case i'm a different number if that makes sense right so consider the individual not the whole um situation Absolutely. Right. What you think, Camille?
0: When you said that too, it, it kind of um I had this conversation earlier today, but um I had to limit certain conversations with people because um in a sense some of it is none of their business. Mm-hmm. Right. And so while you want people to be supportive of you and everything like that, you know, it's their choice. When I support, I support because that's what I want to do, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I don't really expect a whole lot in return because people I, I've learned people have choices and they make choices that would shock you if you didn't think that they had the ability to make a different choice. You know what I'm saying? But I say all that to say, um, you know, when I support I do that. But when people would start saying, like, Oh, why are you doing this and I mm mm? I put boundaries on my conversations concerning my dreams and my visions, Um, you know, because God didn't give them to you. He gave them to me. And so I understand why you don't understand, because this is not for you. It's for me. So if you're not going to to be encouraging or just say, oh, okay, whatever, ask questions. If you're going to tell me all the shoulds, coulds, woulds, what's going to happen, you shouldn't do all of this. You know what? Conversation stops here, because this is what I'm going to do. And so, and people be like, "Oh, you really? uh, uh, We're not going there. We're just not having that conversation." I didn't ask you permission. You don't have the authority to tell me no. Mm -hmm. So I didn't ask you permission to do it. I was just telling you. But if you not, you don't understand it. You don't get it. You don't want to hear it. You know, I'll find people who are more like me, who understand. And so my circle started changing. You know, those unsupportive people. There are very few unsupportive people that I know these days. When I first started doing stuff, there were a lot of them. But now the people that I, I surround myself with, we're all trying to do something else, something better. And we encourage and support each other. And so my circle had to change. The negative Nancy's got to go. I'm trying to bring people up as well. And if you can't get it, guess what? Like I say, when you get over yourself, I'm here. Hey, I'll be here. And the and thing I'll it, it, that's else, it. Because
1: if you can't dig it, somebody else can take that shovel. You understand what I'm exactly. saying? Somebody else will. And look, yes. ladies and gentlemen and family, it's not a slight against someone else that you know it's not a slight against a person if they don't understand it and it, but it's okay you know it's okay it's just like hey this isn't your jam it's alright you know what I'm saying and yes not everything to Keisha's point she said I agree with you everything isn't meant to be shared and it's unfortunate that You can't all the time, but it's necessary because, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about our barriers, but our barriers uh, are preventing us from reaching our goals and dreams, not other people. So Herm says, question, do you guys believe it's phony to pull your support from those who don't support you? How do y'all feel about that? Okay, Camille, you speak on that, and also the uh, audience. What do you guys feel about that, right? So, again, do you guys feel or do you guys believe it's phony to pull your support from those who don't support you?
0: Um, I just will say I don't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I support whoever I feel like supporting. If I don't support them, it's not because they don't support me, you know, because, again, this goes back to personal choices. I don't know what's going on in their heads and their pockets or whatever, you know. So if I choose to support somebody, I'm not necessarily it would be nice, you know, but um, I'm not doing it just to get a a return on that. If you understand what I'm saying, I support because I genuinely want to see people win, Mm -hmm. you know. And if people say, oh, well, I don't get what you're doing, but they still have a product that I love, I'll Mm -hmm. still buy the product. Because that's what I want to do. And I like to support small businesses and people who are trying to do some things. Maybe what I have is not for them. You know, maybe it's not something that resonates with them. you know, whatever. And I know a lot of people say, well, I supported that. And, you know, they didn't support me when I asked for something. Again, I don't know what their pockets look like. I don't know what they have going on in their lives. I don't know if they have the ability to support or if that's important to them. I'm not sure. But um, I had talked about, you know, expectations and stuff before. I did a whole little video on expectations. When I removed that, it kind of removed some of the hurt as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't get people hurt because I only do what I, I want to do genuinely. If there's a return, then there's a return, you know. But if somebody turns around and says, "Oh, well, thank you for doing this. I want to do this for you," I appreciate
2: mm-hmm.
0: it. just for what it is. But I don't expect people to support me just because I supported them. Okay.
1: Well, my thought is, so, I th- my thought is, it depends on that level of support and what the support actually looks like, because mm-hmm. you know, I may quote unquote pull my support, but you know, it's not because they won't support me. Maybe what they have is not beneficial. You get what I'm saying yeah. to me, or maybe it's not beneficial to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask. What does that support look like? Because for example, a support for me or from, uh, uh, for me could be just as simple as sharing a post. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. You it don't, it doesn't always have to be financial. However, if you have a business or quote unquote business that isn't even set up right the way that my life is set up, I can't support that because that's whack. So it's a contradiction yes. in my my life. Like I would not do this if it wasn't social media. I wouldn't buy it if I didn't know you. You get what I'm saying? So, exactly. you know, I don't think that's fo- you know what I think it's phony if I didn't. Yeah. You feel me? I think that's a different level of uh, awareness. I think it's phony mm-hmm. if I still supported some stuff just for the look of it, but not for the mm-hmm. feel of it. That's all.
0: And and sometimes some people have narrative, like it could be a friend of yours or whatever that you grew up with or a family member that you love. But the narrative that they promote is not in line with your values mm-hmm. or in line with, you know, what you believe. And so I, I'm very hesitant because seeing you liking and posting and doing things like that and then if that narrative is contradictory to what you're doing then you put yourself in a position mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so there are certain things that i just cannot i support like she said in encouragement and stuff like that do you i will do if that's what you believe and that's what you do, go for it but i'm just not going to attach my name to it mm-hmm. you know because it's And I have some friends that are like this, directly contradictory to what I eat. Mm-hmm. And so I can't, I can't put my stamp on that yeah. as much as I love you. I just can't put my stamp on that, yeah. you know, but I will, whatever you're doing, if that's what you believe or whatever, then do it. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I just, I'm not going to be a funnel, a money funnel. I'm not going to put a whole lot of stuff and I'm probably not going to promote something I don't believe
1: in. Right, right. So, and,
0: and and I don't think that anybody can fault because I know there are a lot of people that would probably feel the same. Mm-hmm. And so again, you find what's in line with It doesn't mean every, and then if you support everybody, yeah, we'd be broke. I mean, you know, every single yeah, one of it, our friends it, it, is- if,
1: <laughs> if we support everybody financially, you financially
4: get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then
0: even in time, even mm-hmm. in time and energy as well, you would still be broke in those areas because we have people. So you really have to pick and choose what's important to you and what you can afford to support at the time. You know, and yeah. it doesn't mean that it's a constant thing. Yeah. And, and,
1: and, it's, and it's like tithing too, right? It's like tithing. Like I really fit. Yes, Herm already broke. And, and so this is the thing. It's like tithing. If you, you know, you can tithe in so many different ways but where is it coming from do are you doing it because you feel like you're obligated do you are you guilted into doing that You get what I'm saying? That may be that may be a barrier within itself. Like, I can't do what I really want to do because I need to go and do this for someone else. You get what I'm saying? So we we need to be cognizant of that. But ladies and gentlemen, I do want to let you guys know that you can call in the number 618-792-6747. Let us know what barriers you are dealing with, because we're talking about different barriers. But what barriers are you currently dealing with? And how are you breaking through them? Okay, and Camille, you got another uh, type of barrier. Point,
0: I do. To that, let me just say this real quick to Herman's point: <coughs> if there are people who support me, um, and they have some I like, need, I am more to them more often somebody else now if somebody else has something i wanted i would but i give continual support to the people who supported me and things that i also need mm-hmm. so yes i agree with you on it. so you know there are so many things that we could talk about in terms of that um but you got to do what you feel comfortable with That's Is right. what it ter- you know in terms of support and then you don't let anybody feel bad if it's not something or else you have a whole bunch of crap don't want Right.
2: I mean, mm-hmm. you know
0: and, and and that's not what we want to do waste time, money, or energy.
2: Mm-hmm. so
0: um another one that I want to talk about is as we're talking about this is um sometimes being in a comfortable space uh will hold us back. Mm-hmm. We get stuck in like comfort, right mm-hmm. so especially I, I realize that you know in our our jobs, occupations, and stuff like that, um oh, I can do this for 20 years. So we do not do the things. I've seen so many people, um, you know, broaching on entire retirement who all of a sudden start panicking because they're like, oh, my God, I don't have a degree. I didn't save. I didn't do this. I got this thing because they got so comfortable. Mm-hmm. knowing that they had a steady job, that they could, they do the things and check the blocks they can be in for so long. And then that time closes in on them so fast, because we know this 20, 30 years, however 25 years you do, it goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. And then there's been no planning, no preparation, because they were comfortable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or even in starting, you know, people that wanted to, to be entrepreneurs, when you have a second job, it provides a level of comfort. They have to have that fire, because you'd be like, oh, I'm getting a paycheck. It's kind of like a hobby, Mm -hmm. you know, doesn't become a hobby anymore. That job, and then you're like, oh my god, Mm
2: -hmm. what
0: do I need to do? You know what I mean? And so, um, um, and so it's kind of hard to um, really call it uh, forward when you're in a comfortable position. Yes. Or when people, you know, even if you're you're attached to somebody, they provided me this lifestyle that I can do what I want when I want. Mm-hmm. But you have these burning desires, oh, I'm comfortable. So I get. then something happens and you're left out there. Like, what am I supposed to do?
2: Mm-hmm. Because
0: we never know what life is going to do, how life is going to change, what circumstances are going to come about that will disrupt everything that we knew you know, our level of comfort. And Mm -hmm. then we're like, oh God, what do I do? You know, so comfort can get in the way of um, us living our best lives of us doing what we, we need to do to move forward because uh, I could do it if I want to, you know, but if I don't, then hmm, I'll be all right. My bills are paid. You know, my kids are okay. I got clothes, but on the inside, there's that thing that's missing that, that, That thing that you're just like, man, I wish I could just do it, but we get lazy Mm -hmm. because we're comfortable. You're right. You know,
1: you're right. And so I really do think that not only do we become comfortable, but we are afraid of the uh, pain. And when I say pain, not necessarily physical pain or emotional pain, but it's the type of The feeling that you get because you are depriving yourself from something. Some people run away from the discipline. Okay. So, like, had a conversation about um, uh, physical. you know, getting getting your body changed. Okay, mm-hmm. when individuals get their body changed, and especially now because it's more now than before. I was in Miami a few weeks ago, and yeah, it was a whole bunch of perfect bodies, if that makes sense. However, there what's lacking is okay. I know that I can get this off. Okay, now there may be some type of operation that you may have to get, you know, just because of the skin or whatever, but because of the pain associated with working out or not eating certain things, you're comfortable in that lifestyle, so you're not going to put in the work, you are afraid of the work, that it takes to get the result that you want. So, therefore, you're going to bring in an alternative way. So, that alternative is not changing your lifestyle. You see? So, individuals are not just comfortable with that lifestyle, but they would do things too that will ultimately be counterproductive in the future. You see? Absolutely. And then, not only that, it would start to, it would start to, um, connect with your children and your friends like oh that's what they're doing right now okay well let me see what hey instead of new habits eating different talking different incorporating different things in your life when your mind change everything else around you would change so what do you guys think about that what do you think about that Camille
0: I I was about to say change rarely happens in your comfort zone Mm-hmm. You know, like when you're comfortable, what incentive do you have? It's usually something traumatic. Like, and then here's the thing, too, because some people, because they lack that discipline, they lack that exercise in that muscle, whether mm-hmm. it's a mental muscle, a, a, a physical muscle or whatever. Mm-hmm. When something catastrophic does happen, they don't have the skills that it takes to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they've never been consistent at anything in their lives. So it's very, very hard. So like people who are dying, mm-hmm. you know, because they're smoking. They cannot, they say when the pain is staying the same or the plan, yeah is greater than the pain of change, then that's when people change. But sometimes they get so wrapped up in that, those habits and in that comfort that even when the situation is dire and life or death, they don't have the discipline. You they know can't what? can't make the change. You're right. And they say, you know what? Everybody dies. So I'm just going to smoke these cigarettes and I'm just going to die. And it's like, you could have 10 more years. You could have a, a a better quality of life. If you just make the mental shift Mm -hmm. that here's what I have to do and stop making excuses about Uh, it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Stop making excuses. Um, This is not how your life has to be.
1: Absolutely. It's not (laughs) how life has to be. And then it's, it's and it's also too individuals don't create the environment to go through Things, yes. If this makes sense. Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, the, the the times that we're dealing in right now, individuals are responding differently. And because you, you said something that really struck a nerve when um, we're talking about people just die every day. Okay. What happens is because we are not disciplined and we don't want to uh, sacrifice the things that we are comfortable with. When life happens, we don't know how to cope with it. Yes. And then so we feel as though the easiest fix can be something dire. Right. And then we see mm-hmm. these uh, this uptick of suicides or even suicide mm-hmm. attempts because they don't know how to deal with things, ladies and gentlemen. So yes. th- the reason for what we're talking about today is what's in your way is the how to create the environment to welcome resistance. Not resilience. Let's change that. It's resistance, because by waking up every day, you're going to acquire some. But how do you incorporate it to the point where it's building you up and not breaking you down? How you build muscles is by adding more resistance and you tear your muscles and then you rebuild your muscles. You have to do that every day. Every day. But when you run away from it and you get comfortable with that, mm-hmm. you mess around and be on somebody's uh 600 pound life looking crazy. Right. Because you're because you're comfortable doing things and then everything else spirals down. All right. Your self image, your thought about yourself, your life and everything. Then what do you have left, ladies and gentlemen?
0: Exactly. And you have to, you know, like you were saying, that resistance tears down the muscle. You have to go through something Mm -hmm. to grow. And and to Herman's point, absolutely. And that's why we teach a lot of times that when you make these goals, no matter what it is, if it's a lifestyle change, if it's a if it's a a, you want to achieve something, you have to make sure it's in line with your what you value.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Because a lot of times people just say, oh, I just want to lose this weight. Well, it's superficial. That's do you right. want to lose the weight for somebody else? Or do you really want to stay longer on this earth to be with your kids and have a, a better quality of life? Mm-hmm. When you say, you know, my quality of life while I'm here is much greater than a donut or an ice cream or whatever. I want to be able to pick up my kids and I want to be able to run down the them or whatever. And you attach, attach that, you know, the 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 inner get from being able to bounce a basketball with your kids, go out there, whatever that becomes the, the real motivation mm-hmm. because you value your family. You value your children. You value a healthier lifestyle. You know, if you want to, to uh, start your business, why is it that you want to start the business? Is it just because of money? Because again, we can get a job just to pay our bills and we can always fall back because that's comfortable. Right. But what is my real motivation is a financial security. I don't ever want my children to be hungry. I want to leave them an inheritance and a legacy. I want them to. So, this is the motivation. It's not just the money per se, but money can solve a lot of issues. Yeah, you know what work. I mean? Mm-hmm. It can solve a lot of issues and it can put you in a place where you can breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, for those of us who have been poor, <laughs> You know, those of us who've had some to have some struggles, those of us I, I tell the story all the time. I used to get quarters, I find them in the couch wherever I could. And I would go to Little Caesars when I was in high school and I would play the memory game. The Simon, you know, they had the Simon Says, and Mm -hmm. depending on the the number you got, you can get anything from like a drink to like some breadsticks or whatever up to the personal pan pizza. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I took my motivation was I wanted to eat. I didn't have lunch money. Mm -hmm. So that quarter, I would go in there, walk in there, and I got so good at that game that by the time I start going in there, I would get a ride with my friend. They would start making my pizza as soon as I walked in,
2: <laughs> because
0: they knew that I was gonna get that over two fifty, so I can get this personal pan pizza. Right. That was my motivation. I was hungry.
1: Yeah, I see. That's so, it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever,
0: you know, yeah. I had to feed myself. So mm-hmm. whatever it took. And then the one time that I didn't make it, I fell a little short one mm-hmm. day, and I was like, "Oh, it was the only quarter I had." He said, "You know what? You come in here every day and you play this game." He said, "I'm gonna give it to you anyway."
1: That's good. That's because good. he saw
0: how hard, but the. the motivation was i was hungry yeah and then it's still that when i think about that i don't want my kids to ever have to deal with that mm-hmm. now they go they deal with certain things because they have to have some resistance that's right help, right right so you have to put them in situations where they can critically think about how mm-hmm. to go through that and grow through that but at the same time you know it's different it's a different struggle absolutely you know, when you really know struggle you oh yeah what's important to you and that becomes the motivation
1: that's right so, that's right hey we got a call in good morning Awesome. Yo, what's going on, y'all? What's up, Herm? Right. What's what's
4: popping? So, I'm saying, though, I mean, I know y'all wasn't talking about fitness and what to eat before I, I started watching, so... Special shout out to you guys for that. I know you you talking directly man, to me. Man, if you don't shut up, man, listen, and, wait. And I just <laughs> bought some fried chicken just now, See, and
1: I'm not even. That's what your problem is. Stay away from the ch- <laughs> And look, I was getting ready to give you a congratulations for uh staying consistent up in the gym. You dig? because
4: but I, but I left the gym and got the fried chicken though. So you kind of
1: productive. You know what? You shouldn't even have called. As a matter of fact, I might want to hang up on you right now. But what I do, I want to use you as an example too, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my man's Herm. He's Getting ready to get married and congratulations Yay. to that. You know what I'm saying? Getting married. But when they talk about barriers, right? He uh-huh. connected, and Herm, you connected with something that was larger than the bug of the chicken, if that makes sense, right? You want to make sure that you are looking a certain way and feeling a certain way. So you've been consistent. You hitting it what, like twice every other day or every day? Twice what? a
4: day. Yeah, twice a day for the See? most part. See, so it's twice a lifestyle.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a lifestyle change. So how's that been?
4: It's been good, man. But you know, it's like what I talked about. What I typed in there, you got to use the right thing for motivation, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because say I, I just want to look good for motivation. Well, I mean, I was born looking good. You know what I mean? So oh, a lot of times, a lot of times that won't that won't motivate me to get through all the workout. You know what I mean? So why why is it really I'm trying to get into the gym? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What is what am I really trying to accomplish? And you know, for me, I have to dig deep in that. Like, man, you know what I'm saying? A lot of my friends are dying left and right. You know what I mean? For from, from from their choices. A lot of people I know die left and right because they live a sedentary life, or on drugs, or whatever the reason. Do I want? Do I want that to become me? See, you know what I mean? And so I think about that when I go into the gym. I think about that, like, man, what what am I going to do in order to make sure that I'm not that? Right. Because I could easily become that from the way that I eat. You know what I mean? Because I. I'm always love to eat. I'm a big guy, you know what I mean, but I try to make sure I stay consistent in the gym, you know what I'm saying to outwork outwork the way that I eat sometimes right
1: no man, congratulations though and man, yeah. you're absolutely right, man because the thing is what we can do not just from friends but family, we will equate our lack of motivation based off of Everybody else, thinking that it's hereditary. Well, you know, my mom may never did this and people I know ain't never did this. So I can't do that. But as soon as you start to put that conversation in your head, you've already starting to defeat, you know, you're defeating yourself.
4: If, if your motivation, if your motivation and your reason why is superficial and don't really mean nothing, it's going to be that easy to quit. That easy. Right. All exactly. I'm saying. You Dude. know what I mean? If it, if it ain't something deep that you really truly believe in, it's something that you just made up on a whim, you'll, you'll quit it tomorrow. Oh, so you need to it, find man. out why you really want to do this.
1: Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. But hey,
4: thank you, guys, man. I always appreciate y'all, Camille. I don't know how you do it. I mean, Every morning, you know what I'm saying? You look like you you prepare yourself for hours. You look good, girl. Thank you. Know you, you know You've what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So like, man, good. every morning, man. But, anyway, thank you, guys. Y'all take it easy. I'll holler at y'all. Check us out tomorrow on the lines, Inn.
1: Already. Peace. Later. <laughs> But yes, no, no, he's right about that. He's absolutely right about that. And and ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're talking about. What's in your way and why? Why are those things in your way? And what are you doing to either go over it, under it, and sometimes through it right on? You got to do that. Sometimes you got to go through some things. And sometimes those things are what you created. Right? Be ready for that. Be ready for that. What were you going to say, Camille?
0: Um, No, I was just going to say, you know, that whole in line with, you know, you've really got to dig deep to find that why. Why am I really doing it? Because until you get there, nothing else will matter. Nothing else will matter. You know, um, we see it so many times and you're seeking that outside validation. But what about the inside validation? Mm -hmm. You know, what is it about you That makes you want to change. You know, I can say, oh, I got to lose this weight because I want to go down this beat. I can care less really right now. Um, But that's not why. It's a a healthier thing, you know. And I say I don't like to do all these yo-yo diets and things like that, you know, but I do know how to push back. (laughs) That's what I call it, a pushback, you know. Even when I'm not, there's still food on my plate and I'm no longer hungry. I have to learn to push it back. I don't have to eat it just because it's on my plate. You know, it's not good for me.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: not healthy for me and overeating makes me feel well anyway, I get heartburn and all kinda of stuff, you know, getting older these days. So I have to I have to push back or my portion sizes need to be small because I love food. Right. I know that I love food. I value food. You know, I want to have enough, but I don't have to overdo it either. That's right. You know what I mean? And so um, I take all of that into account as I'm eating and what I'm choosing. And if I had a week of like fast food or just greasy for whatever the case may be, I might binge on salads for a little bit because Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, there has to be some balance. Yes. Because it makes me feel good.
2: Mm -hmm. Not
0: anybody else, but it makes me feel good. And this is why I'm doing it. So we need to take time when we make these little goals and we go through all this stuff. And hurt our bodies and our relationships and families, that we have to really attach that to something. Because sometimes we go on these things, we just on a whim, like like Herm says, and we didn't brushed everybody else and cut it. But, oh, you don't want, and next thing you know, we ain't even doing it no more.
1: Right, right. And
0: now you've burnt every bridge you've never had. You know, like was it really worth it?
1: Exactly. So you know, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about getting. Uh, uh, getting over yourself and asking yourself what's in the way. But if you are under, if you are digging this, please let us know, comment, give us reviews, right? No matter where you're watching this or watching this on Roku or Amazon fire, you can download lions pride network. Or if you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure you go and give us a review, a good one too, because you, the little ones, the, the, the one, two stars ain't go get it right on. But what we're talking about this morning is what's in your way. What's in your way. And another point before we wrap it up is what I want to talk about is the uncertainty. Okay. Uncertainty and lack of clarity. Okay. Those things can prevent us from even moving. Meaning we are so attached to What we know and what used to happen, we're so afraid of what we don't know. If that makes sense. So here I got this. I wrote this down. It says, "Okay, if we're not clear about what we want, it's difficult to achieve what we want." Okay, it's like we have to be. We have to be specific. If that makes sense. But if you're broad and say, "Ah, I just want to," you know, "I just want to be a entrepreneur." Okay, well, how? Mm -hmm. How do you want to be an entrepreneur? And because you don't know how you are like, ah, well, maybe that's not what I want to do. No, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You know, stop it. Because what happens is you're saying that you want something. But because you don't know the steps in between it, Mm -hmm. you're afraid. How about this? And we've talked about this before. We have the old Encyclopedia Britannica right here. In our pockets, we're walking around with a wealth and a plethora of knowledge. And and watch this, you uh, chances are you know someone that has done what you want to do. All you have to do is do what: humble yourself and say, "Hey, sir, ma'am, Seth, Camille, I don't know how to do that. I just saw we just saw your bra- your, your your neck brace. What that say?"
2: Is it? Oh, be, be humble.
1: humble. Yes, you right. So, understand. It's okay not to know, but it's not okay not knowing and thinking that you're going to get the result that you want with no understanding of how this machine works. You see. So, we're talking about barriers, and the uh, the barrier that I'm speaking of is your uncertainty of information and clarity. What you think about that?
0: I was, okay, so I was going to do mine, and it goes right in line with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take it a step back. Unbelief. Mm -hmm. Do you really believe that you can do it? Because if you don't really believe that you can do it, then you're going to be uncertain about whether you can do it or not. (laughs) You know, you're uncertain about how to do it. Um, Because people that believe that they can do something, they become resourceful. Find ways. So that certainty, you're like, okay, I don't, that encyclopedia that you got on your phone, it becomes a great resource. You know what I mean? When you believe, nobody told me that I was supposed to be doing this stuff, you know? And uh, nobody told me, but then the more I started doing stuff, I was like, hmm, there's something to this. And the more I believed, the be- the more I became certain about what it was that I was supposed to be doing, the more I went forward. I just, you know, but it has to start with a belief. You know, and and, and, and then that clarity. Okay, I believe I could do it, but what exactly am I going to do? Because it was so much that I could have done in this thing. I know that I have a a, a skill. I know that I have a gift. I know that I have a talent. Um, But clarity is so important. And I had to be very, very still to figure that out. And I had to try a, a few things to see, okay, which one am I better at? I know that I can utilize it all, but how do I really want to package this? You know, and then when I became very clear about what I wanted to do or where my gifts, you know, um, were, then it was easy for me then to be able to say, okay, I don't know how. I know what I want to do. I believe I can do this. I know what I want to do. Now I have to figure out the how. And so then I started peeling back the onion and start, okay, how do I do this? Where do I go to do this? If this is what I I need to start looking at programs, I need to do all of these things that are in line with who I believe I am, what I'm certain I can do. Now that I'm clear about the picture that I have about where I'm going, how do I get there? And so that, it it was literally almost like very systematic for me. You know, I just, and then, and then once you get there, sometimes you struggle, you go backwards you know because you're be like do i really have what it takes you know do i really believe that i can do this do i really believe that i can you know make an impact that i have value do i really believe in ego yeah because i can look and see mm-hmm. you know it's a, it's
1: know it's, an ongoing, it's an ongoing it's an ongoing thing, thing. thing. because not yes. only not only will you doubt yourself but you will have individuals doubting you while you're trying to believe in you you understand what I'm saying so that that's a whole nother thing as far as the belief thing right
0: but when you're certain Mm and you have clarity Mm -hmm. you know it's easier to say okay you know what I know that's just me talking yeah I I know what I'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. let me get my butt in gear and get back and if I'm at a stuck point you know I've already mapped out because I did a, a mapping you know, um when I when I became clear exactly the things that I needed to do to get where I wanted to do. And then I got to a point where I was stuck. I didn't have to start all over. I had to explore that area and say, okay, I've already did these things. I you know those milestones are achieved. Here's where I'm at. I need to explore different ways like you said to get over around or through this thing and to get me to where I'm certain I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And so um again when you're clear about it you don't really shift the focus. You might shift the path, you know what I mean, or how you go about doing it or whatever, but you know exactly where you're supposed to. To be right and so you continue to do things that align with that when you're uncertain you are all over the place right and that's you the have point no clear vision, yes you are all over absolutely
1: the absolutely right. and you don't want to be all over mm-hmm. the place and ladies and gentlemen this goes aligned with everything that you do and everything that you want to do for example there's individuals out there that are true believers in vision boards but my question is what are you doing To see what you think you want, you get what I'm saying, or to do what you think you want. For example, uh, a a popular individual right now is uh, that's on social media is Kevin Samuels. All right. He talks to ladies and men about relationships and the, the what it takes to be a high value person for women how to attract how value men and men how to be high value whatever but the the what I get from that is not just in relationships ladies and gentlemen it's in life what are you doing to attract what you say you want you get what I mean what are you really doing because if you were a high value individual would you want someone like you in your current situation? Think about it. Hate to be that real, but would you date you? Would you marry? See, look, would you marry you right now with all your issues? Because you ain't been coming to the sanity check on a regular. Now you got these issues, but you want somebody that can fix all your problems. You dig? No. Hey, a person that is high value or a job. Let's do that. An occupation that is high value, high status. Or do you have what it take now to walk in the door or are you in the process of it? That's the type of conversation that we need to have with ourselves first instead of assuming, well, look, I pray every day. And so I think I'm a dime or, you know, I pay my taxes. So, you know, I need to get this job or I know how to do this job better than this person. Really? Says who? You see?
0: Mm-hmm. It's important to be clear about who you are. You know, we talked about words before.
1: And real. We talked
0: about, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and being honest, you ain't ready for that smoke. Come on now. <laughs>
0: And that's what we talked about, you know, being honest about what you're really worth. And if you want a certain type of person and then that whole thing, you'll never perform, outperform your self image. So it doesn't matter what you say, how you feel about yourself is what really matters, what you really believe about yourself, because you can go out there and get you a high value person. I'm high value wherever I'm at, but high value person. You can go out and get you that. But again, You'll be looking at them like, he's out of my league. You know, you were in a a situation for a second. And then all of those doubts, all of those self-limiting beliefs, all of those things that, you know, people have said about you will come and you will sabotage that just to bring yourself right back down to where you really are, Mm -hmm. which is why you got to be honest, (laughs) which is why you got to be honest with yourself Mm -hmm. because you will never outperform your self-image. And so make sure when you're out there trying to attract these types of people that, um, you know, you can, you can maintain, again, you got the KSAs to stay there, (laughs) you know, are you qualified, you know, or, you know, and it's good to want to achieve, you know, you want to be, you don't ever want to be the smartest person in the room, as they say, so you always want to look towards people that, you know, will help you grow and that will help you um, bring you up and things like that, but, and you can't go as a one in a dumps and think you deserve a 10, you know, because you need to feel like or believe that you deserve that for yourself
1: first 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 of all absolutely and it's good to have those types of aspirations you know Mm -hmm. yeah who who don't have it
2: for yourself
1: yes absolutely and i mean we want those types of um uh individuals in our lives and, and different type of uh situations but are you creating the environment for an individual of that caliber to coexist with you you understand? So, I mean, that's that's very important. So we can say everything that we want, but sometimes we're our own barrier because we're not quite there yet. You see? And it goes right back to working to be in the position that you want to be in instead of just wishing and hoping and praying and talking about it. This is another thing. Listen, Facebook... (laughs) <laughs> facebook twitter snappity chat and all this other things this is you know some people use this like a a, a journal or a diary or whatever it's, it's okay you know but that's not reality it's the things that you do when you're not like this this is not going to get you where you want to be that's the, the time that you log off grind Hustle, you you you're researching, right? You connecting the dots, you're networking with individuals, and it may be on your phone, don't get me wrong, but it's not about hey, what I am doing, and I'm mad, ain't nobody supporting me, I ain't gonna support nobody else, and blah blah blah. If you got all the time in the world to do this, hey, look, if you got all the time in the world to talk about who ain't doing this, and I don't want this type of person in my life or 2021, I'm cutting folks off. Listen, hey, go do it. Bye. Do what you got to do, and the right individuals is going to come into your life, right? But you have exactly. to shut off the mess.
0: Exactly. I said, you know, that whole thing, other people be minding other people's business oh, too much. Geez. You wonder why you don't have, because you're always in somebody else's business.
2: Because mm, mm, if mm. I'm
0: minding my business and you minding my business, who minding your business? Hey. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You know? so, so, mind your business. You spend that energy into to doing and honing, and again gaining experience and all that stuff in your own skill. Mm-hmm. And then the people, once you you know they see that there's value there, you will attract that. See? People will be calling you. They will be asking you for those things when they see you know the 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 fruits of your labor. They have to see the fruits of your labor. And if it's good fruit, people will buy it. You know, if the fruit is sweet, if it's ripe, if it's, you know, on time for whatever it is, they will buy it. Um, but you can't, you know, what is it? Can't be selling them watermelons in the winter. They just don't taste quite the same.
1: You know what? And you know? I- I'm glad you said that because individuals are sometimes expect a certain reaction, but they don't understand the fruit that they are producing. Right. But. Mm-hmm. You, as the individual, have to look at what's going on in the roots. Yes. What's going on in the root, y'all? Because... If that ain't right, what you produce ain't gonna be right, right? You're gonna wonder what's going on with that apple. Why everything I'm that's growing is crooked. Hey, why everything leaning to the side? You understand what I'm saying? There's some things that's going on that you need to deal with. That is a barrier, right? So it's you can't expect people to be willfully watch this. You can't expect people to willfully grab the fruits that you're producing if it's not right.
0: And and let me say this too. Yeah, you know, in in, in using (laughs) trees as an example, but you know, there's a gestation period, right? And usually that first harvest isn't really good. Even when you have that harvest, as the tree matures, the fruit gets better and better and better. And you get more fruit off of that tree. You know, the first one, you might have them little hard, little, Mm mm-hmm, green lemons, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it has to get through that first cycle or that second cycle. Then that third cycle is the one that produces that really, really good fruit that you can utilize, which means that there is a season for you to, again, gain the experience, the knowledge, to hone your skills. As you're still growing, you're still, you know, showing yourself the tree doesn't hide Mm -hmm. and it just pop up. Mm -hmm. You know, the tree is growing. You can see it growing, Mm -hmm. but even still, there's a season of maturity. Mm -hmm. that you say, ah, now it's ready. Now I can make these huckleberry pies or I can do whatever it is that I want to make because the fruit is ripe for the picking and for the eating. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you still try, but that first couple of years might be a little rocky because you're still trying to figure it out and get yourself. But people want to just get out and be at 100 and then get discouraged when it doesn't happen like that instead of allowing the seasons to happen, the cycles to happen. So,
1: yeah. 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 Well, ladies and gentlemen, look, we was talking about things that's in your way. What's in your way? And hopefully that this um, struck a nerve. Right. Ho- hopefully you got something out of this that you can go back and you can ask yourself, hey, how long have I been holding on to things or how long has this barrier been in my way? But well, Go ahead, Camille.
0: And, and just that, you know, and it's a, it's about introspection. You know, am I in my own way? And how am I in my own way? And once you take the time to be honest and start peeling back, then you can remove those barriers one by one. And then you will be on your way to wherever it is that you want to be. So, uh, good luck on your journey. You know, But that's why we're here every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, to give you a little something else to keep you on your way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, please make sure that you share this. You share this and we love you all. And we will see you again next week. But don't forget, too, to check out The Lion's Den with Seth. Where going to celebrate women but little different we're going to talk about our daughters okay our daughters is being fathers on there so we highly encourage you please tune in and don't forget to go to roku or amazon fire tv to download lions pride network okay we appreciate you all and we will see you next week right on
0: right
2: on
4: right on